The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 99 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs' three-game winning streak comes to an end at the hands of the Portland Trailblazers. Before we get into this episode, I want to talk about the previous one. Should have been uploaded. We've seen it on the file. After we record this one and after this one drops, Hopefully it'll spit out. If not, I'm going to reload it and send it to you guys again, uh, covering the third third one in a row for the Spurs. But let's get to this one. The Spurs dropped this one to the Portland Trail Blazers by a score of 128 to 112. Damian Lillard was amazing for the Trail Blazers again, and they were just too much for the Spurs. What were your thoughts on last night's game, Drew? Yeah, it was a tough L. The Trail Blazers were shooting the ball very well. The Trail Blazers shot 60% from the field and 45% from the three-point line compared to our 46% from the field and 37% from the three-point line. And I told you all about that big three between the Trailblazers, and that big three scored 77 points. I mean, we had a couple of good games between the Spurs, a couple of good uh, performances, but we just took the L and um, suffered to end the losing streak. Yeah, and so that drops the Spurs' record to nine wins, and 19 losses overall. Portland Travelers moved to 16 and 12. Puts us fourth in the lottery running right now. And uh, we're just going to hear Greg Popovich's thoughts on last night's game and then get to our top two, bottom two. Mostly the story of the game is I think you know, we spotted them a half and then we came to play. So uh, the first half I thought we were pretty dead at both ends of the floor. Uh, not a lot of oomph and juice and that sort of thing but uh, coming out the third quarter second half uh, we did a good job so uh, you can't spot a team like that that can score the way they do a half that's for sure I know he's just you know he's just a young guy who's uh, trying to find his place in the league Uh, those guys are very experienced you know Chauncey does a great job with them and uh, they're going to be a tough tough match for everybody so so he's talking about Portland Trail Blazers and uh, Chauncey Billups and the job he's doing there. But uh, Spurs suffer the loss. So let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two? Yeah, so for my number one top two, I decided to go with Keldon Johnson in a game that he played 33 minutes. Keldon Johnson dropped 25 points, seven rebounds, two assists. He shot 10 of 16 from the field and one of three from the three-point line. Good night from Keldon Johnson. He makes the top two list again. My second top two, I'm going to go with Dougie McBuckets, my player to go off. In this game, Doug McDermott put up 14 points, one rebound, shooting five of nine from the field and three of five from the three-point line. I was close uh, for my prediction, one more three-pointer, and then would have had my prediction. But Doug McDermott is my second top two. Let's hear yours. All right, I had uh, Keldon also. I, I liked his game last night. Uh, 25 points, seven boards. He had a three. 
a lot more efficient shooting the ball. He's kind of getting back on the right track again. And then my number two was uh, Kata Bates-Diop. I'm a big Kata Bates-Diop fan, and he was 5-6 of six shooting. Ended up with 13 points, 4 rebounds. He also chipped in 2 steals, and uh, just really like, like him a lot. He steps in wherever and whenever he's asked and needed, so Kata Bates-Diop was my second of my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two, Drew. Yeah, so for my number one bottom two, I'm gonna go with Kel. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go with Devin Vassell. And he came off the bench and he wasn't really shooting the ball well. He had 13 points and four assists, but he shot four of 16 for the field and two of four for the three point line in 26 minutes. His shooting numbers are what got him on this bottom two list. My second bottom two, I'm gonna go with Jeremy Sohan. The second time in a row he's made this. Uh, Jeremy Sohan had. Four points, three assists, but he shot two of six from the field and had a turnover. So he is my second bottom two. All right. I also had Devin Vassell on my bottom two as my number one. And then my number two was Gorgie Jing. And Drew and I talked a lot about this before the episode, but just for me, he was uh, two of seven shooting. And, uh, you know, that's why he made my bottom two. So that's, uh, that's a player I got. And, uh, Drew thinks I'm biased toward Jeremy Sohan, and guess game. what? He's right. I am biased. I love Jeremy Sohan. I like watching him play. I'm not all about scoring. I'm about the passing and the defense and what he brings to the team. So that's why Gorgie Jing was my bottom two. All right. So let's get to the question of the day, Drew. What do you got for us? Yeah, so this question comes from Zach in San Antonio. His question asks, do you think – the Spurs emptied the bench too early with four minutes left. I I personally don't think so. I think uh, they were trying to get guys experience. The game started getting out of hand. And if we remember the golden rule of this season, it's to develop. It's all about development. And, and, and in some people's eyes, some people think it's about tanking. Uh, but I like to use the term development. So... That's what I thought was going on. Drew, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I thought that we emptied it a little too early. I feel like we could have knocked down a couple of shots and made it a game. But then again, we're trying to develop guys. So I agree with you a little bit. But I also think we emptied it a little too early. So that's my take on this question. All right. And, I mean, those questions are going to be asked. We're we're sitting right now tied for – really tied for the third worst record. Uh, there's three of us tied for that. But uh, – you know, that top three becomes instrumental as far as lottery odds and whatnot. But uh, those questions are going to probably be asked the rest of the season, and that's fine. It's not going to affect uh, how we develop and how we go and who we eventually draft. So let's get to this day in Spurs history. I started dialing back, and for some of my this days, I think I'm going to go straight to the 1996 season because there were a lot of tanking cries back then. Because there was a little youngster at Wake Forest named Tim Duncan from the Virgin Islands that was looming in that draft. Well, on this night, December 14th, 1996, this one was especially meaningful because Dave Robinson only played six games that year. Six. That's it. The entire season. The year before Duncan. He had back and foot injuries. The Spurs ended up winning this game over the Dallas Mavericks, which I always love when we beat the Mavericks. By a score of 106 to 105, that improved the Spurs' record to four wins and 17 losses that year. 
it moved the Mavericks record to eight wins, 13 losses. Your leading scorer in, like I said, only six games played that season was David Robinson. He had 27 points, 10 rebounds. Your second leading scorer was Sean Elliott. He had 19 points and six assists. Third scorer was a human highlight reel, Dominique Wilkins. He had 15 points, eight rebounds. Your next leading scorer, Vinny Del Negro, 13 points. And then finally, double-digit scores. Avery Johnson had 10 points and 9 assists. Very Avery-like game. So that was the year that the Spurs finished with a 20-62 uh, and 62 overall record, and we were the number one pick in the draft. Let's see what happens this year. All right. So now it's time to preview our upcoming game. And this one is a little different and really interesting because the Spurs are traveling to Mexico City to play the Miami Heat. Yes, that's right, Mexico City. It's going to be at the Arena Ciudad de Mexico in Mexico City. And it's going to be at 4 o'clock on Saturday, December 17th, as the Spurs play the Miami Heat again. The Spurs beat the Miami Heat in Miami on December 10th by a score of 115 to 111. Drew, what can you tell us about the Heat and what can you tell us about this game? Yeah, so the Miami Heat, um, we beat them on Saturday. But after that, they've won two games in a row, two really close games against the Pacers and the Thunder. I mean, we talk about this Heat team. When they're healthy, they can be really, really good with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry. They have a really, really deep roster. But I don't know. They've been struggling this year with the 14-15 record. I think this game will be fun to watch since we already beat them. and It's going to be in Mexico City, so that makes it even better. Yeah, going to be a... It'll be an interesting one to watch. Last time we played them, Jimmy Butler ended up uh, with a great night for them. He had 30 points, and uh, Tyler Harrell also chipped in with 23. But the Spurs still ended up getting the W on that one, so um, that's where we sit. For me, my player to go off, I think uh, in a bounce-back game, I'm going to go with Devin Vassell on this one. His shooting wasn't great, and I think it's going to be great. I think he's going to embrace the opportunity of being in a totally different country, new arena, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think we get the Miami Heat this time. I think they get us, and they're going to beat us by six points, uh, and Devin Vassell is my player to go off. What about you? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Kelvin Johnson as my player to go off. I don't really pick him that much on the player to go off because it's kind of obvious, but I'm going to pick him this game for him, me, him to be my player to go off. My In my prediction for this game, I'm actually going to take the Spurs to win this game by 13 points. Ooh. Hot take. Hot I'll take it. I think that'll happen. Okay, that's going to be fun and interesting to watch. And it's going to be exciting to see them in uh, Mexico City, see how that goes. So that brings us to the end of another episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. We are creeping up, and the next episode is going to be a special one. And hopefully I'll get that uh, third one in a row episode loaded again after we drop this one. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!